Cause I'm a freak, yeah. You know I want a pod. Uh, I knew you were going to do oh, this. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you knew. Everybody knew. That's from The Idol. Everybody knows. Do, is, is everyone watching that show? I don't know. It's pretty bad. I'm not watching. I'm really like doing stuff in the kitchen while you watch it. It's pretty bad. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But I got to go to sleep. Good night, Noah. Wait. Can we talk? Fine. It's, it's the, the Bedtime, bedtime Paha Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every pop singer has that ability. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Oh, yeah. If you can't. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. You can't be a pop singer. Uh-uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's priority numero uno as a pop singer is can you do like breathy like, uh. I call it the, I call it the cum singing. <laughs> cum singing. Can you cum sing? Well, it's shocking you're not watching The Idol because that's like a big part of it is the cum singing. I overheard The weekend referencing Diana Ross's Love to Love You Baby and that's how he wants um, whatever that girl's name Lily Rose Depp. Yeah, the, her character to sing like. And I actually, it's funny. It's funny because I um, <clears throat> I heard an interview on NPR with Terry Gross with Diana Ross. And Diana Ross was like, that is not who I am. I am not like, like everyone wanted me to dress up the, the sexy and be sexual, but I, I'm not. So to do that song, she thought about like, how would like Marilyn Monroe sing that song? So she's playing like a character. Yeah, I think it just goes to show that show was, like, made by two stupid men. Like, every detail is worse and worse. Speaking of two su- stupid men, <laughs> uh, you know, Father's Day is coming up. Oh, yeah. And our men- Oh, yeah. <laughs> our dads aren't stupid, but I thought it was a good segue. I like that segue. They're not stupid, but they've done stupid things. Yeah. Oh, blah, <laughs> When you said speaking of two stupid men, I thought you were talking about us. And I was like, wow, he's being so gender fluid with me. And I love it. Would you like me to refer to you as a man more often? No, but like I used to call myself, me and my friend Stephanie Ritter used to call ourselves little kings. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'll take it. I, sometimes I call myself a prince, a petite prince. So, yeah. Never heard you say that. but Well, I say it to other people. You have like a whole other life with other people that you. I, I know you just found out I've been calling you Nom for years. Yeah, I had no <laughs> but idea. But to other people, never said it to me. Well, you said it to me once, and I was like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm always like, yeah, Nom's at home. Like, I gotta get back." Um, but Father's Day is coming up. Well, yeah, it's coming up this Sunday, and um, we, we just yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> You're nervous. I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. No, we just thought it'd be fun to like talk about our dads because our dads are huge parts of our lives, huge parts of both of our lives and and comedically big influences. Oh, huge. I mean, do you feel like you get your comedy side note? This is a very this is a good way in. Do you feel like you get your comedy? You mean my comedic sensibilities? Do you get your comedy from your dad? Yeah, I I get my comedic sensibilities from my dad, I would say for sure. None of it's from your mom. No, I think my mom is really funny. Would you agree? Yes. I definitely get a lot from her, but my dad was definitely more of an influence. What's interesting, I think we both get the same types of sensibilities from our parents. Go on. I think my mom, any wit or like cunning 
wordplay I might have or or zingers I think comes from my mom. Same. Like any mean side of my comedy is from mommy. Is from my bitch of a mom. <laughs> we have mean no. mommies. No, no, no. Um but any um any sort of like silly, goofy, out there, weird um instincts come from my dad. Same. So yeah, our comedic sensibilities you're right. Whatever you just said is right. I don't need to repeat it because I don't even really remember exactly what you said. What was the smartest thing that's ever been said on the pod? <laughs> that is true, but the bar was not high. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we both have like – it's also interesting. I'm so grateful that your dad is a New York Jew. Yeah. Because I think for us that created such a – shorthand and familiarity in our relationship yeah it was really easy to just dive right in you know when i had dated a a woman who wasn't jewish in the past and didn't have a you know a, a jewish dad from the east coast there was a lot of like i feel like explaining i had to do or maybe parts of myself i had to hide which I guess it could be a good thing and a bad thing. Same. My last boyfriend was not Jewish, and it was, like, just weird with my dad. And I hated his family, so. (laughs) (laughs) And that will also come up later. Guys, stay tuned. There's some good stuff coming up in this epi. Um, You know, it's like our dads, my dad's from Brooklyn and your dad's from the Bronx. My dad's from the Bronx. So he's tougher. Than your dad. I disagree. I think my dad's tougher than your dad. There's not a world. By the third time I had met Noah's dad, I had already seen him cry more times than I've ever seen my dad cry. (laughs) So in, you know, what, six hours total with this man, he's now cried more times than I've ever seen my dad. But just because someone cries doesn't mean they're not tough. No, obviously I think your dad is tough, but my dad is tougher. (laughs) Like, I think in a fight, my dad would kick your dad's ass. My dad is... 15 years older than your dad of course he would but my dad's 80 years old he's about to be 81 and he stands i'm not kidding you perfectly upright not a slouch not a slight bend nothing no your dad for 81 it's it's insane insane because i remember when my grandpa was in his 80s and he was old yeah i remember old people you know i know old people but my dad ain't one of them i had a grandma who really didn't take care of herself and she was 76 when she died and she even in her 60s seemed so much older than my dad at 81 he just does not seem i mean he seems you know he doesn't seem your parents age just but your parents are like crazy athletic whereas my dad he's athletic he swims every day still but you know, it's a different vibe. Yeah, I mean, your dad. I, I would, I would be super pumped if I had was in your dad's shape at eighty one. Oh yeah, are you Th- kidding me? Though my dad, he's in really good shape. He's almost in his. He's almost seventy. I think he's sixty eight, sixty seven. He's like sixty seven. Yeah. And the man plays basketball three or four days a week, and he's running, and he's and he's shooting, and he's scoring, and he's he's really keeping up. I think both our dads instilled like a very um the importance of exercise to us so and now we're both kind of obsessed yeah and i also think both of our dads and i think this is kind of definitely in me and i think just a jewish thing in general mm-hmm. 
you have to do things to keep your brain occupied. Oh, yeah, for sure. Otherwise, and I think... Not occupied, like keep it sharp. Well, no, I I really do mean occupied because it's like... (laughs) (laughs) You just need busy work for the brain, really. I'm serious. Like, I remember in the pandemic when I, like, I wasn't exercising, you know, and I... Like couldn't really, you know, I wasn't going outside and, and I was going crazy because there was nothing to like exhaust my, my, my body and therefore my brain. And it just, it just went nuts. Oh, you're still talking about exercise. I thought we were moving on to mental exercise, but yes, I agree. Men, I'm t- physical exercise, you know, goes into mental exercise, you know, like they, I well, think. Well, I think mental, physical exercise kind of shuts your brain off. But that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. That's that's what you cuz Jews Jews should not be allowed to think for that long. I know. We all need a break. So Jews should have a mandatory 1-hour exercise every day. You know what I mean? They should have to do things that shut it down and I think that's why both of our parents have exercise is such a big part of their life and why it's, you know, led them to good health. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really terrific. Um but my dad is is so much more emotional than your dad yeah i mean yeah i've seen him cry so many times my dad is so emotional it's it it can be i love him so much and i would not change this about him no so if he's listening dad i don't want you to change no we love it but sometimes it's just too much recently my dad has been texting our family group chat every day like an old picture of like me in my high school graduation gown and he'll just he'll send the picture in the group chat and he'll just say 12 years ago <laughs> or like, yeah, a picture of like us at, a, at some random lunch in Los Angeles. And I'll be like two and a half years ago, I had a roast beef sandwich <laughs> with my daughter in law my Sydney. Yeah. My dad always refers to everyone as his. Yeah. My Sydney. I think I'm hi- our Sydney is what he always says. Yeah. He calls you our Sydney. Which I'm like, okay. He calls me my Noah. My Noah. Our Sydney. <laughs> it's sweet. Yeah, I remember um, seeing your dad get very emotional when at a fight once. Was this the first time you came home? No. No. Sid and I like went home for a birthday. It's his mom's birthday and his birthday. So I like decided to get like surprise cupcakes delivered, which was like kind of complicated because I don't live in New Jersey. So I had... I had cupcakes sent to his sister-in-law so she could try them. And then I had them sent again. So I put a lot of effort into this birthday celebration from across the coast. We're all hanging out together. My brother smells my niece's hair and tells my sister that her hair smells weird. And it erupted into a huge fight. Huge. And I don't even want to get into my sister and brother's side of it. No, because it's not interesting. It's not interesting. What I want to get into is my dad cannot handle watching his kids fight. No. (laughs) And the best thing I think for everyone to do in that situation is to like time out and everyone just kind of walk away and take a breather. But my dad was like, you're you're all going to stay here. You're going to figure this out because you don't know how lucky you are to to have siblings like this, to have siblings who love each other. (laughs) He really freaked out and everyone was so embarrassed, so embarrassed that I was watching. Yeah, Sid was watching this whole thing and And we're all just like crying. Everyone was crying. Everyone was so upset. And then like later I find out that like, you know, 
everyone was extra embarrassed because I guess it was very exciting to have a new woman in the family. Like, and his mom starts crying and is like, I just like want, you know, we all want you to be like a sister to like Sarah and Ari. And I was like, I luckily, these people don't know what I've seen. I was like, I diffused the whole thing. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is literally a piece of cake compared to what I just went through with my ex's family. I, and this is a true story. So I think I have an incredibly powerful brain. And this is something you need to know about me. Now that we're a little closer, you've been listening to the pod, hopefully for, you know, a couple months now, you can now know this story. I have an extremely powerful brain. It's absolutely terrifying. So I'm, I'm, with my ex-boyfriend. This is like seven years ago. I'm home in Palm Springs with my family and I have to drive back to have dinner with his family who I hate. Like I, I hate these people. They're so (laughs) awful. I cannot express enough. Like I just, I'm, I could get into it. It's not even worth it, but a lot of alcohol problems, which like at the time I wasn't very good at dealing with. So sure. A little bit can be on me, but I'm mostly going to blame them. So I'm driving back is a three hour drive. And the whole time I'm just fuming. Like, I'm so angry. I'm like, I don't want to go to this. I hate these people so much. I'm so angry. I don't want to go to this. I hate these people so much. That's all I thought about for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like a couple blocks away from where I lived with this guy. And I get in a car accident. I hit the car driving in front of me. I'm just not looking or something. And so the people get out of the car. And it's his mom and his dad. (laughs) And I had gotten in a car accident with them after thinking, I hate these people so much. I hate these people so much for three hours. And I tell my sister this and she calls me so stressed out. She goes, you have to be so careful about what you think about. You manifested this car accident. Like this car accident happened because that's all you were thinking about for three hours. And I was like, I know. It's really scary. And the best part about that story is is my parent my family was so embarrassed of themselves. <laughs> Sid tells this story to my dad and my mom and my dad's like, "Oh my god. <laughs> this wasn't as bad." No. There yep. yeah. This story still comes up. They'll be like, "Well, at least it wasn't so bad Sydney hit us with her car." <laughs> yeah, like at least you don't hate us like that, yeah. you know. So, I diffused the situation. We laughed the rest of the day about me hitting these poor people with my car (laughs) but that is the thing about my family is like we will we will fight like that yeah once every like 10 years yeah i haven't it hasn't happened since you know um and and it's like yeah we are very emotional i think it stems from my dad's an emotional guy and you know i'm i feel blessed that i you know i think there's a lot of men that aren't call me crazy in touch with their emotions well yeah not at all. And I feel that he did instill that in me. I think it took some therapy to kind of um, use it as a tool. And at, at times it was it was kind of killing me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I think I figured out how to really use that that the the ability to emote. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my dad is is really you know, and it's also it also it stems so much from love. Yeah. Just like your dad, you know, your dad loves his kids. Yeah, so loves, much. You know, and like 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 any dad, I guess, but you know, I think my dad like loves me so much that another story that I don't know if I've told you this, but he my dad when I was 16 years old came 
to basketball camp with me. And and it's and he didn't he came to this camp as a camper. So he like dropped. Did you know? Yeah. So this. No, ca- I mean, did you know before? I knew he was coming. How did you? I don't even know how you didn't be like how you still went. Why didn't you just put the kibosh on it? <laughs> I did. Well, so the camp was taught by this guy who wrote all these books about basketball that my dad and I read. Oh. My dad got me into the books. They were these really insightful like ways of understanding the game, and we would read these books together. And he found out that there was a basketball camp, and he was like, we got to go. And I was like, we? And he's like, I've been reading these books with you. I want to go too. And he, he's like, I looked on the website. There's no age limit. And it's like, yeah, because nobody th- would think a 43-year-old man would want to go to a basketball <laughs> camp. Like, you know what I mean? Like nobody yeah. – that's that's not – like sometimes you just don't need to make a rule. Yeah, and that's one. Because you don't think people are going to break it. No, you really don't. So, you know, he picks – you know, we him and I are going up to camp. My my friend Michael Senzer is in the car with us. He's coming to the to basketball camp too. Mike doesn't think it's weird. Mike thinks it's weird, but like – We've all like grown up with my dad. It's like, it's like kind of par for the course. Like, mm-hmm. it's a it's a game move for my dad that makes sense. Yeah, okay. somehow. Uh huh. Hundred percent. And and on the drive up, I'm in the car and I'm saying, "Look, Dad, when we get up there, like we don't know you, you don't know us. Like we're not gonna be friends." And he's like, "You think I want to hang out with you guys?" He's like, "I'm gonna make my own friends. I'm gonna do my own thing." Like. So good. And of course, like my dad, it was a exceptional, still is basketball mind. He coached college basketball, he coached AU teams, like really bright, intelligent basketball mind. So of course, when my dad gets to this camp, people recognize this and he can ball. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, Who the fuck is this awesome guy? <laughs> you know, like everybody loved him, like Mike and I had, like, no friends the first few days because we were trying to be, like, all cool and, like, not talk to him. But, like, everyone wanted to sit with my dad at lunch. that's so cute. Like, I would overhear people being like, yo, Mike's pretty cool. Like, I heard he's, like, got some, like, D1 connections. (laughs) Like, I... Is that real? Yeah, people would be like, we got to hang out with this guy because he, like, might be able to get us, like, a scholarship at, like, a college... You know, people... But does he have D1 connections? He had D2, D3 connections. Yeah, yeah. In the New Jersey area. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can't get us a scholarship to a D3 school. And, uh, you know, people were like, you know, like people would be like, yeah, and he gives great relationship advice. Oh, my God. That's like, so cute. Because he would do like these powwows with people. And, yeah, everybody loved him. And finally, like a couple of days in, you know, I, I'm like, man, this sucks. Like I want to be <laughs> I want to have friends, too. And I would like be like, yeah, that's actually that's actually my dad. And that made you cool. And that made me cool. Um mm-hmm. Kind of accepting my father rather than trying to, um, you know, push him away. Mm-hmm. But um, and then the funny thing is, is the 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 camp, the the counselors like loved my dad so much um, that they offered him a job the next summer. That's so cute. <laughs> That's so cute. It was just I'll never forget like the first day of like our gym session where like we're me and Mike are ignoring my dad, and my dad is like in these drills with sixteen year olds. So can he keep up? Oh yeah. That's insane. Like he's like he's like running like harder than everybody. Like he you know, he I guess he was only in his forties. Yeah, I mean he still can play really like at a very high level. So like he could you know, he was even better he could, back then. Yeah. Um and it, it's just like and I remember like talking to my dad and, and being like, Why did you do that? And he was like, Was well, because of the books and then I wanted to like 
experience of the camp. I was like, no, it's not. Like, why? And he was like, because I love you. That's so sweet. I wanted to. I thought it'd be a fun memory for us to 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 to, to be there together. That's sweet. He really does everything out of love, and so does your dad. Oh yeah. Like I feel like your dad has all these like kind of strategies for life that he he forces them on you that he forces on us. He forces <laughs> on you. He makes me go to his doctor. It's very inconvenient. It takes me one time. It took me six hours to get to the doctor because I was in such bad traffic and I had to leave from work. But he he got the doctor to stay late and see me. But so yeah, my primary care physician's in Palm Springs and he's seventy six years old. Yeah. He he like I remember the first time. The first time I met your dad, he offered me like unsolicited medical advice. Yeah, as not, he always does. He's not a doctor. No, he's not at all. But he thinks he's one. Like he he pulled me aside. We're at we're at like breakfast. Mm-hmm. First time meeting him, he pulls me aside. And he goes, "Hey, Noah, um, you know if you ever need an MRI, <laughs> go into the doctor. Tell him your liver hurts." <laughs> You'll be in an MRI by the end of the day. He's always done stuff like that. I remember when I moved in with my college roommate, Lanny, uh, one of our outlets wasn't working and we could not get anyone to come over and fix it. And my dad was like, just tell them it sparked. And Lanny did it and they came over in like 15 minutes. Yeah. He'll be like, uh, oh, you think there's a gas leak? Call the fire department. (laughs) Like he'll literally, and he's serious. He's dead serious. He's like, call the fire department. They'll, 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 they'll fix it. It's a, no, it's red. Red farted. Her farts are so brutal right now. <laughs> Does she have to poop? <laughs> She's sleeping. Okay. Um, he's... I hope you leave that in us both breathing in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, my dad. Oh man. Yeah, he's just always. You know, he really. And it's things that like I'm just not like that. Like I, I'm a rule follower. I know you really are. You know, my dad. My dad's a rule follower. Yeah, you guys are, and like I'm not. We're not allowed to get a grill at our new place. Guess what I'm getting, guys? A grill. I'm starting to. You know, I'm starting to kind of break the rules a little more. He's loosening up. I'm loosening He's up. Loosening up, which I'm excited about. But it's about. like, yeah, my parents won't even like break my parents think the <laughs> rules of their apartment building are like federal <laughs> laws. <laughs> Your parents freaked out when they got a negative review on Airbnb once. Like it was the end of the world. And it's like, absolutely nobody cares about that. Like, my mom's like, this is gonna be on the internet <laughs> forever. This is gonna ruin us. She said, This is gonna ruin us. <laughs> And I was like, Mom. Airbnb review. I was, I was like, Mom. Nobody cares about oh reviews of of you on Airbnb. Yeah. She's like, it's unfair. The things this man is saying about us are not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my dad is he's a strategic thinker, but like kind of on what we were talking about before, how Jews need to zone out. My dad will zone out, but it will be, and I do this too. And then whilst zoned out, they'll be. We'll just do something so embarrassing. So when Noah's family and my family met for the first time, you know, Noah's whole family came to Pump Springs. Like yeah. Noah's parents, all his siblings, and the baby. And we were going to lunch with my mom and my dad. So already we're outnumbered. Um, the Steinbergs. The Steinbergs are outnumbered. Yeah. It was and like a 10-person lunch. It was a 10-person lunch. I'm so anxious. Um, 
Why are you anxious? Because my parents are weird. And mine are too. Yeah, but I was just like stressed out. Obviously, I think we both were really nervous. It's just like a lot of personalities. Big personalities. To meet. Yeah. And so, as expected, my dad at one point, I think, zones out. In conversation. And he notices some cream cheese on his phone. And while he's talking and telling a story, he licks his phone. <laughs> Puts it on the on the table and continues conversation. Oh my god! Like he like he had blown his nose. All I saw was the lick from across the table, and I was of course mortified. you don't remember. Yeah, of course you remember. You were in shock. Oh my god! I really it ruined me. I love my dad, and I will zone out and do weird stuff too. I'm pretty sure I've like eaten butter in front of a friend once just without thinking. Oh like, yeah. Because yeah, I've eaten butter. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just take a little bite of butter, like. That was Ugh. when I saw that I was like I love this man so much. He's really funny. It was so funny cuz I know I'll be exactly like that. Yeah. Like I I'm going to be licking my phone when I'm 80. Yeah. If everything goes right, I'm licking my phone when I'm 80. Maybe even earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I love about your dad too, and this kind of goes back to like he's so resourceful. Yeah. And he's so like and and it's all it's he does it because I think he really wants to be able to pass on knowledge to other people, especially to his family, because he loves them so much. Mm-hmm. He has he's one of your dad's one of these guys who has a guy, you know, but he has a guy for things nobody needs a guy for. Yeah. Like he'll be like, Hey, Sid Noah, you know, if you ever need some dry ice, I got a guy. <laughs> Yeah, he really he and he and these guys that's not their job. They have another <laughs> job. Yeah, the dry ice guy is like a pharmacist. Yeah, no, he that's not what he does. He just knows how to get it. And my dad's like a little too he's very codependent. Like he will try to save everybody. So he had this guy who I think was in construction, but for some reason like but not high up. Like he didn't know how to do everything, but for some reason my dad was letting this man entirely remodel his house. Um <laughs> Because he was doing it for so cheap. But then this man gets in, like, a lot of trouble. He ends up being homeless. And my dad lets him live with him, which is very sweet. Um, But, you know, my mom and my sister also live with my dad. So it's, like, full house now. But with a guy who's, like, kind of... Not kind of. He's a drug addict. He's an alcoholic. He's a gambling addict. So he's stealing money from my dad. My dad catches him. Doesn't kick him out. Um, (laughs) He's like, that's okay. And then... Oh man, it's so sad. My dad loans this guy his first wife's car. So my dad's first wife's car. He lets this guy borrow it. The guy ends up totaling the car and that's the final straw. He has to kick the guy out. But the guy's okay. Don't worry. I think what it all comes down to about both of our parents is like everything they do, both of our our dads and our moms too, of course, but this is a Father's Day episode. Mm -hmm. Everything they do is out of love. Yeah. They are very selfless people. Yeah, they're very loving, selfless people. I wish they'd be more selfish. I wish they would, you know, focus on them a little more. They just don't have that in them. No, they and, don't. And honestly, like, I think it's to the benefit of our life. Like, our, I think our life and our childhood, we're lucky that for the most part, you know, like, obviously there's hiccups. See, you know, I disagree. I think if they had prioritized themselves a little more i think when you prioritize yourself you're able to be a better partner father friend so i'm i'm gonna say no wouldn't change anything but 
prioritize yourselves. I disagree. Well, you haven't done as much work on yourself as I have. So <laughs> it always comes back to it that. It always comes back to, oh, were you, did you do a little meditation last night? No? Okay. Well, I win. But, um. Are you so powerful you manifested a car crash? No. So. <laughs> I think another thing I like about our dads is that they're both really supportive of us going to comedy. Oh, yeah. That's hard to find. I mean, my dad's supportive, but he is always like, you could always go get a master's degree. Um, But, you know, he doesn't push it. Well, your dad was like in one of our sketches. No, oh, yeah, he was in one of our sketches. Sketchy, sketchy wife on vacation. If you guys saw that one, it, it's on Instagram. You should watch it. It's one of my favorites. But he had the funniest thing, the best joke, still to this day. We put your dad in it as a basically a dead body on the ground. Yeah, he has no lines. And now looking back, I regret doing that because we did make an eight year old man lay on the floor <laughs> and then get back up and. <laughs> He he never had to get back up just once. No, I know, but you know, I like, still feel bad. We had to. We got him all the way down there. But yeah. he's, he's in good enough shape that he could do it. Yeah, we, he's on the ground, and between you know, Sid and I are directing each other between takes, and he keeps like chiming in with pitches, and he goes at one point he goes, "Should I fart?" <laughs> and we're like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, I'm dead. Dead people fart." And we're like, "You know what? No." But that's a good idea. Great idea, but no. We and, like where your head's at. And then we'd keep going, and then he goes, just let me know when I should fart. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finally does fart, <laughs> but it's not on purpose. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget it. We're we about all to laugh so much. We're about to go into a take, and he's like, let me know when I can fart. <laughs> and then he does fart. And then he does. And I think he farts in the middle of a take. <laughs> Yeah, he's funny. It, having an older dad is, like, it's quiet. No, it's, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Obviously, I'm incredibly anxious all the time. You know, he he ran his own, he's very active. And I, a couple, two years ago, maybe, he ran his own foot over with his car. Going to get us bagels. Going to get us bagels. Early in the morning. Early in the morning, he, you know, I guess he didn't put the car in park. And he started to get out and the car starts rolling and he tries to dive back in and he misses and he runs over his own foot. And it was so horrifying. Yeah. He was okay. Um, he was okay. It was fine. But, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, you know, he just can't do everything and he shouldn't do everything. You know, no one should dive into their car though. Just let the car go. Um, <laughs> here's a, here's a quick rule. Don't ever Feel the need to dive in your car. No, just let the car go. Moving or not moving. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we we were we we were lucky with our dads. We were lucky. We were really lucky. And um I'm looking forward to this Father's Day spending it with your dad. I know. We're going to my dad's favorite restaurant. It's called Joy. It's in Indio. So we drive about an hour <laughs> to go to this restaurant. It's every we go for his birthday, we go for Father's Day. Do we go for any other I think did we go for Thanksgiving? No. no. Thanksgiving, we went to a Cuban diner. Um, Your dad loves this anytime place. Anytime we can go there, we go. It's in a casino, the, in, the a casino in India. I forgot what it's called. Desert Hot Springs. Desert Hot Springs. Right? Or Desert Springs. Desert Fantasy? Fantasy Springs? Oh, Fantasy Springs. Fantasy it's in the Springs. Fantasy Springs Hotel and Casino in India. And it's, uh, it's an Asian restaurant. And I say Asian blanket asian because it has every 
type of Asian food. It has like a little Korean menu. It has a little Chinese menu. It has a little Japanese menu. It has a little Vietnamese menu. You know, it's... It doesn't have Israeli food, though. It doesn't... That, technically, that's Asia. Israel's in Africa. Mm-mm. Yes, it is. Sound off in the comments. Sound off in the comments. It's, it's in not. the Middle East, which is part of Africa. Which is you part know of what? Asia. I have literally no idea what I'm talking about, so I'm going to shut the fuck up. Israel's not part of Asia. I will. I stand by that. <laughs> we need a fact checker. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're going to Joy. I'm so excited. It's surprisingly very good. Are we going to get your dad anything for Father's Day? <sighs> He's impossible to shop for. He doesn't want anything. Dads are really hard to buy for. Because they can get whatever they want. They're the dad. My dad, It's. I never know what to get him. Like, he's always just like, just tell me you love me. Yeah, my dad's just like, I don't need you to come for Father's Day, but if you want to, I'm going to joy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's something my dad does that's so weird? What? He'll, we'll be talking on the phone, and then he'll be like, Noah, who loves you? Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, you do. And he goes, not just me. I go, Mom, too. He goes, yeah. Yeah, your parents, like, tell you shit like that, which is really nice. I just know my dad loves me because for some reason he sent us, you know, when, like, your phone will will show you the pictures of, like, the most important people in your phone? Yeah. My dad sent us a photo of his recently. I don't know if he realized he was doing this, but it was, like, six photos. Five of them were his girlfriend, Cynthia, and one was me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, why are you sending this to everyone? Like, A, it's insulting to everyone but me and Cynthia, of course. But I was like, I made it. I'm my dad's favorite. I'm my dad's favorite. I feel bad if my sisters are listening. They don't listen, so I'm scot-free. I'm my dad's favorite. You think so? I know so. It doesn't even need to be said, but he'll always be like, I love all my children equally. And I'll be like, I know I'm your favorite. And he'll be like, I know. You think I'm my dad's favorite? I th- I do think you're the favorite. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because you're pretty easy. I wasn't growing up. No. I mean, I was pretty easy growing up. I wasn't in college. No. But I got in trouble a lot in college. You haven't been difficult since. I, mean, I do I- think they worry about you a little bit, though. Yeah. They, you think they worry about me more than they worry about my brother and sister? I don't think anyone worries about your sister. No. I don't think they worry about me that much because it's like... Yeah, you're kind of a well-oiled machine out here. Maybe I feel like they don't worry now that you're married. I'm married. Like, I, you know, I've I've managed to have enough connections to find work. We don't have kids, so it's like we can get by on, like, not a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like, what is there to worry about? Yeah. I worry about them. I know. I worry so much. I love having parents. God. I hope they don't die ever. Oh my god, <laughs> we're in for a real rude awakening one uh, day. Fun. Anyways, god, our dog keeps farting so bad. Jesus Christ, Red. I want to tell one disgusting story about your dad before we move on. Okay, fun. <laughs> um, so Noah's mom will give me clothes sometimes, and she gave me this gorgeous belt she'd had for forever, and I put it on. Um, and I came out wearing it and your mom goes, oh my God, Michael, look, she's wearing my belt. Do you remember that belt? And he looks at the belt and he goes, oh, I remember that belt, (laughs) (laughs) which makes me sick to my fucking stomach. If your daughter-in-law is wearing something from your wife, don't make a sexy, don't have a sexy memory about it in front of me. Talk about it later. 
Oh, I remember that belt. Don't look at the belt on my body and make. Oh, I remember that belt. Don't make that noise. Don't bow your head a little bit and make your eyes go wide. Don't do it. Uh uh. Yeah, don't do it. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember that belt. Oh, I remember that belt. Mm-mm. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, we left you two weeks ago. Leaving K-Town, we have officially left K-Town, and we've moved into Studio City into our new apartment. We're moved, guys. And, you know, it, it was a pretty smooth move. There were a couple hiccups. It was a smooth move. I have lost a bit of hair from the stress. There was one m- moment that really kind of stressed us out. It put it, it stressed me out to the point where I, you know, cried. So my hair started falling out in clumps. Um, I had one of the worst days of my life. I, you know, disavowed Caroline Gervin, my workout guru, because I, she was no longer helping me. Um, you know, I. You want to tell him what happened? <sighs> okay, so we're moving in. I'm so happy I could cry. Like I'm, I'm on a cloud. I'm so excited about moving into this place. It's so. It's just like my dream place. It's a lot. It's a lot better. Than our last place. You guys know we've told you. <laughs> we've yeah. lived in some slums. We've lived in some slums. And this place is a lot better for not that much more. So it's a really, you know, we're very lucky. It's a good situation. It's amazing. So I am like dancing on a cloud and there's this woman. We're loading some stuff in kind of the day, two days before we move. Because um, we got the keys. And there's this like very beautiful woman uh, outside walking her dog. And I say, hi, I'm Sid, this is Noah, we're moving in. And she goes, oh, oh. And I'm like, what? And she's like, we have a slumlord. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, if you ever want anything fixed, it'll never happen. We were trying to make sure nobody moved into that apartment because it's so bad. And I was like, oh my God, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, I have pages and Pages. She's of, like, I have a list of eighty items of illegal things going on at this building. And I was like, Oh my god! Like, and she's like, Yeah, and we're all on a group chat about it. And like, you know, the good news is the community's amazing, but the the management is so bad. And she was like, But you'll be okay. You'll come over for wine, and we'll talk about it. And she's like, But you'll be really frustrated. And I was like, Oh my god! So I'm just devastated it, it really upset you it upset me i mean it was just very you know a trigger to some ptsd that i have from we we lived in this cockroach place which we've told you about but i i guess i didn't really talk about the effects that place had on me which uh once we moved i got very obsessive about cockroaches c- coming with us so i you know covered the apartment in diatomaceous earth which is this like bug powder that is safe like food grade so it's not toxic and i you know sprinkled it all over the house and i was just obsessively looking in drawers and in counters and you know i I every i thought everything was a cockroach i thought i saw one would burst into tears like it it was so traumatizing yeah and i it took a lot of work and therapy to relax a little bit um, and I'm still get freaked out about bugs, obviously, or a cockroach. Um, and so I think I just got like sent right back there. I think you were just like, I think specifically what triggered you is at that place, the cockroach place, 
similarly to this place, it w- really seemed like a nice place to live. Oh, yeah. It, well, it was a beautiful older building. You know, it seemed like a real upgrade. And, you know, we were really excited. There was just a lot of goodwill and enthusiasm yeah. going into it. And similarly to how we felt moving into this place. So yeah. I think for you, you were like, oh, no, is this going to happen again? Yeah. And I was like, what have I done? We had this great place in K-Town, obviously with its flaws. But overall, we loved that apartment. And I still love that neighborhood. You know, that was hard. It was hard to leave K-Town. Yeah. And, and it was really not that I didn't want to leave, but you really were pushing it. And I was I just supporting it. it. I know. So I was like, oh, my God, I did it again. <laughs> like, I ruined Noah's life. He's never going to trust me again. <laughs> like, it's. And for me, I like when I'm I'm watching this, I'm listening to this lady say this and she walks away and I'm just like, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you fucking say that? Like, it's just something just felt off to me. Like, who who does that? Like, who – like, there's that's, like, not good behavior. No, it's not normal behavior. It's not normal. No, and I – you know, 10 minutes before that, we had run into another person in the building who's much younger, more our age. Lovely. Lovely person who was like, oh, you're going to love it. I lived here eight years. Like – Had nothing but good things to say about the building. Nothing but good things to say. And then this lady, you know, she scared the shit out of me. And I went into work the next day and everyone was like, she's a Karen. Don't worry about it. But I'm like freaking out. Like, and I'm telling you, like, the, I'm telling you, it's it's fine. Yeah, like, there's he's no fine about it. And I'm like, he's not fine about it. He's like going to be so mad at me. Everyone our lives again. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to lose a ton of money. I was really worried about losing a ton of money. I really I was like. Once again, back on the internet, pretending to be a lawyer, like, talking to ChatGBT, being like, draft me a letter that says, like, you need to fix this in, six in like, six days or I'm, like, gonna sue. Like, shit like that. Like, I was freaking out. And then we came back the next day to move in. And we run into the, the first person we talked to, the young person. And I tell her about this woman and what she said. And she goes, oh, she's a Karen. And I was like, oh, thank fucking God. She was like, yeah, she's crazy. Management will fix whatever you want. You just have to send a photo. And this lady won't send the photo. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this lady that she won't send a photo? This was what it was all about. She just doesn't like sending photos. And management won't fix things unless... You send a photo. It's so stupid. And then we talked to like another really sweet young person who was like, yeah, I've never had a problem. Like anytime I've needed something fixed, they're there really quickly. And I guess there was some situation where one of the trees, I guess this building used to have more trees, which shocks me because there are so many trees. Yeah. But I guess there used to be more trees. And one of the trees in a rainstorm fell into the next door building's pool. So it was like a huge like issue. And so management cut down a lot of these big trees, and I guess this lady and another lady got so mad about it, and they were posting signs around the building like, are you okay with this tree genocide? So, anyway. It's just not, it just wasn't right. Like, I just, there's something (laughs) off about this behavior, man. Like, yeah, you know, like, no one, also, look, when we moved into that cockroach place, there were... It wasn't. A, it wasn't like a secret. We didn't find out about the cockroaches a couple weeks later. We moved in and we and we saw the roaches. Yeah, it was an immediate situation. Yeah, this place is just like you can't tell me. There's nothing wrong with it. Like we moved yeah. in. We we've checked all the cabinets. We've l- used the dishwasher. You know, we've used all the faucets, the outlets. Everything works. Yeah. So it's like 
You can't tell me that this is a slumlord. Slum, a slum, you a know? A slumlord. You can't tell me it's a slumlord. Also, it's like, I'm not scared of a slum. Bitch, we've been living in slum. I know. She, she I didn't am, know who she was talking about. I am the king of slum. We had a hole in our wall for for three weeks. It didn't bother me. It was filled with mold. I didn't notice it. Truly, it didn't bother me. We just didn't go in that room. Like, it's not like we came from this, like, luxury palace. No, and we're not high-maintenance people. Really? So, like, we actually should probably be more high-maintenance. We shouldn't be okay with holes in our walls. We shouldn't be okay with the dead body across the street. But here we are. We hey, lived like that for a long time. That guy probably deserved to die. No, well. What? <laughs> At one, one time, our whole garage was flooded with poop water. Yeah, we had, a like, a, a whole pond of poop in our garage. Didn't bother me. It smelled so bad. It smelled so bad. We had to literally wear rain boots to get into our car. It was pretty disgusting. <laughs> But we survived. We survived. It was fine. Yeah, I, I, I miss the 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 independence of K Town. In K Town, it's kind of like every man for himself. If you mind your business, I'll mind mine. You know. And in the valley, it's very much like, what are you doing? I'm watching you. One thing I'm really excited about our new apartment is we have a little backyard. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> the yard. The yard. It's nice for our dog. You know, we really we did this so that she could have a, a yard, and she really doesn't care that much about it yet. Th- we really thought she would care more. We filmed her. the We wanted to film her the first time she saw the yard, and she really didn't give two shits. It was really anticlimactic. Yeah, she ran, like, right back inside. She was like, I'll just go back to the couch. And I was like, really? We... We found this place for you, like. But she's slowly starting to like, like I, I saw her before dinner. She was like in the back, like kind of running around. Yeah, so. she's liking it more. She, she's starting to like it more. I think she was a little scared. Like she, she's kind of like attached to us. Yeah, and um, she's a city dog. She's, she's a city from dog. Tijuana. She's only lived in K Town. You know, so city girl. But I am really excited out of this yard because I'm really excited to be a yard guy. Yeah, you're, you know, he's slowly becoming one. He bought a, a leaf blower today. Yeah, I bought a leaf blower. I bought a, I bought a leaf blower. I bought a rake. I, I live in Los Angeles, and I bought a leaf blower and a rake. I never thought, I really never thought I would ever need to buy one of these. Yeah. I, I go to the people at Target. I go, where's your rakes? And and, they say outdoor section, you idiot. And I go, how am I supposed to know that? And I said, are there enough? And they said, are there enough? There's so many. Nobody needs a rake around here. Yeah, it's a yard in L.A. is hard to come by unless you're truly a millionaire. But so, I, I, so I'm very excited to have my shirt off on a Saturday, put some tanning oil on, put put up some tunes, maybe with some white snake. Here I go again on my own, put a bandana around my head, maybe drink some beers, maybe drink some, you know, I don't know, some Chardonnay, maybe a little spritz. I don't know, you know, and, and do some yard work. Start ripping up some gravel, get a shovel, start digging some stuff. You know, I don't know what I'll do. I'll get into some stuff. I hope you don't dig. There's nothing to dig. But I'm very excited to be a guy in the yard just kind of using that. That that leaf blower and just kind of going town on some leaves, you know. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I've already planted some herbs, so I'm really excited. About maybe that. maybe we'll make some strawberries, some tomatoes. I really want to grow strawberries and tomatoes. How many strawberries and tomatoes can you grow with one plant? You know, I don't know. Does it keep growing after you pick them? Yeah. So it's kind of like you spend money one time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like buying a car versus re- leasing. Going to the grocery store and is buying, leasing is leasing, buying the plant. But you still have to make payments on a bought car. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so I'm excited. But Sid, I think 
we're just about there. I think it's sleepy time, even it, though we're actually going to a party tonight. Oh my god, we're not going right to bed. No, we're going to a party. We're going to a single release party. How long do you cool. think we? How long do you think we make it out? I'm gonna guess an hour and a half. Wow, pretty that, good. That would be impressive. Because there's dancing. There is dancing, but I think before we leave, Sid, what are you into this week? So this is what I'm not into, and I'm not into The Idol. Have I watched both episodes? Yes. Do I find them excruciating? Yes. Do they hurt my eyes? Yes. <laughs> it's like cringe porn, though. You know, like I can't stop. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. This is so bad. This is so hard to watch. It's hard to take your eyes off of it, you know? And I I heard that a lot of people... Velma was doing really well because everyone was hate watching it because it was so bad. And I feel like that could happen to this. But it, what's funny is if so many people hate watch something like and just like and just like that was oh, it the same thing. Yeah. It gets picked up. Yeah. I it gets another season. It gets another season. So I don't know if the idol could get another season be- because it's being so horrifically reviewed. But I don't know. Also, I'm just like, we need to put a pause on the weekend. He is one of the worst people. And if you don't believe me, watch the show. Watch the show. What am I into? Is that what you're going to ask? No, but I should have. <laughs> what are you into, baby? Jumping off of me being a yard guy, I went to Home Depot today. And boy, is that my happy place. Can I tell you the cutest part, guys? So we were <laughs> we were getting the leaf blower. And I was like, can we go down the grill aisle before we go just for fun? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then he was like, wait, I need to go get a battery. And I was like, okay, I'll just go down the grill aisle by myself. And you go get that one. And he goes, no, <laughs> I want to go down it too with you. Yeah. I, 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 I could have been there for hours. It's like, uh, it's like its own little country. I know. I love it too. I, it's like tool country. I, I could, I really, I had a good time. I definitely wanted to look at like faucets and stuff. Yeah. I, I, it makes going there makes me want to become handy. And I think we are going to become handy because if management isn't so on it, as long as it's not electrical, baby, I'm down to learn. Well, I don't think you should be fucking with the plumbing, but as long as it's not electrical and plumbing or gas related or gas related, which covers about 85% <laughs> of handiwork. I'm down to learn how to do it. I agree. Put up some drywall. Imagine me putting up some drywall. That terrifies me. I don't think you can do that. You in a did place you break don't. the window today, so I hope you can fix it. Oh, yeah, I can definitely fix that. Ain't that music to my ears? I could fix that. Holes? Uncle fix. Oh, so good. That was a sad so part. So good. Anyways. Anyways, guys. Cause I'm a freak, yeah. You know I need to go to bed. It's sleepy time. But guys. we're going to a party. <laughs> Sorry. Why do you can't. tell the audience the things they don't need to hear? I think they'll be excited for us. <laughs> I never go to parties. Guys, it's 9 p.m. And I'm going to a party on a Tuesday night. That's huge. That's huge. Guys, thank you as always. We have a Patreon. <gasps> subscribe subscribe some bonus content going up there this week please please we got some really great reviews from uh ashley stanzik last week thank you so much ashley ashley wrote us a really great review we really appreciate it and 
If any of you guys write us a review, we will call you out on this podcast. And, and you'll get the you. keys. Um, follow us on all the things. Instagram, TikTok. I think that covers it, Sid. Good night, sleepyheads. We love you. Good night, sleepyheads. It's, it's the, the Bedtime, bedtime Podcast. Pa-ha.